second. Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Suge Burry. What happened if you say what you want to say? Okay, listeners, I want you to walk right in, sit right down, because we have got a show for you today. Ladies, I got to tell you, there is no show like this one. My name is Sugbury, him for her radio women's hot topics. And today we have got a hot topic today brought to you by our listeners. Our listeners wanted to hear about our next topic, and it has to do with walk right in. It's a fabulous ministry, and Walk Right In Ministries works with special needs families, bringing encouragement, love, and just allowing you guys to wrap around each other in such a powerful way where there's unity. So I can't wait to introduce you, Walk Right In, to the president of Walk Right In, Lisa Jamison. Lisa, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. You know, on one of your... um, messages that you had sent me, you had said special needs parenting can radically reshape a person's life, significantly influence someone else's sense of personal identity, and raise a lot of questions about the future. And ladies, I know you're out there. Some of you have special needs situations in your families where you have children that need to have your encouragement that you you might be thinking, am I in this alone? And you're not. You know, many people ask hard questions and fight a sense of isolation when they're facing challenges like disabilities, chronic illness, mental difficulties, aging-related conditions, or loss. With a discipleship focus, Walk Right In Ministries facilitates communities through an organic consulting process that includes prayer, education, advocacy, and networking. Lisa Jamison is a national speaker disability advocate, and caregiver coach. She is the co-founder of Minnesota Disability Ministries Connection and the executive director of, of course, our opening song, Walk Right in Ministries. Now I know you guys won't forget that, where she helps build faith and community with special needs families. Check it out on walkrightin.org, where you can find their books, their Bible studies, uh, including Finding Glory in the Thorns, and a delightful children's book called Jesus Let's Talk. I just love that, Lisa. Jesus Let's Talk. (laughs) Lisa is well acquainted with life's challenges. She is a mother of a 21-year-old daughter with complex health issues and severe disabilities. Lisa and her husband, Larry, hi, Larry, wish you were here with us, (laughs) have been married for 31 years and have three grown daughters. Again, walk right in ministries equips special needs families and caregivers of all generations to connect with others and grow in faith along the way. Lisa, it is such a joy to have you here with me today. 
Well, it's a really a privilege and fun to be here, too. Thank you so much for that generous plug. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, I, I ladies are out there. You know, yeah, we, we need want, people to find. We resources. need to talk mm-hmm. to each other. We need to encourage each other. I mean, this is a safe place where we can talk and share it like it is. And I'm going to get right to the point of it. I know that you shared that you, one of your daughters has had severe disabilities. Can you tell us about the first time you discovered this and what kind of walk God took you on after that? Well, our daughter Carly is 21 years old this spring, this last spring. And, you know, she wasn't actually accurately diagnosed till she was two and a half. But we knew from the time she was born that something was not the way it was supposed to be. We just didn't recognize at that point how permanent and long term it would be. And short of a miracle, um, Carly has uh, faced a lot of obstacles. She has something called Angelman syndrome. She's missing a gene on her 15th maternal chromosome. Mm. And she's developmental delayed in every area and has seizures and a sleep disorder that's very medication resistant and um, gastrointestinal issues. So just faced a lot of challenges through her life. But from the very get-go, she had feeding issues and disposition issues, shall we say, Mm -hmm. Um, lots of sensory problems that caused her to be very uncomfortable in her world. So we had hints early on, but it took a while to figure out really what we were dealing with. Once the doctors shared with you um, the diagnosis and what her future looked like, what was yours and Larry's first reaction? Well, it was overwhelming, of of course, at first to imagine that this was going to be long term. But because we had known something wasn't the way it should be for quite a while, there were some ways that it was a relief to have an answer. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's very difficult sometimes for families who wait years and years for answers and sometimes never even get them. So they can be very helpful. A diagnosis can also be helpful in um, get, getting you geared to the right help or the the best possible help anyway. But for us, I would say, um, and I'm not proud of this, but initially one of our first reactions in the emotions of it all was, I don't want to be one of those people. Mm. Special needs parents um, seem to be people who were pretty special in some awesome ways, but also for obvious reasons, face some really monumental challenges. And I think intuitively, we already recognized that they were sort of a people unto themselves in some ways, um, that the rest of the world didn't seem to feel were relatable or something or were intimidated by and didn't know what to do about. And so I think recognizing right away that that might be a lonely and isolating world, there was a part of us that thought, we don't want to be there. We Mm want to go there with those people and be in that place, in that community. So like I said, I'm not proud of that, but that's the reality of one of our first reactions. Mm. And I just love your honesty and being so raw about it, because I'm sure that it speaks to a lot of the women out there who are in the same shoes, basically, um, Mm -hmm. as, as you are. And obviously, your life turned out differently than you could have possibly imagined it. In countless ways. Yeah. Yeah. So what got you interested then in working with special needs families and caregivers? Your hands are already full with your own child and your whole family. What what gave you that desire to want to help others? Well, I think many families in our situation um, are trying to find purpose in their circumstances. So it's not uncommon for families in our circumstances who have any degree of extra 
energy to try and imagine how God might use this as a new platform for ministry or just to give purpose to their lives or to their child's lives. For us, we, um, in addition to that, we had a couple circumstances and some unique equipping that um, positioned us to um, move into ministry and follow a calling that we felt was really clear from quite early on. First of all, I had been, um, both my husband and I, for some part, part of our early career, but especially for me, the focus of my career was in curriculum design for large corporations around the world. And so initially, one of the the things we recognized in our circumstances with Carly was that it was extraordinarily isolating um, way to live. Uh, You might be surrounded by people who love you and yet feel very, very alone at times. Mm -hmm. And we had a remarkable community around us early on. As most families like ours experience, it ebbs and flows. We've had seasons of not having a lot of support, other seasons of having unusual, incredible amounts of support. But early on, we had a lot of support, um, practically and spiritually. And we recognized right away that couples were vulnerable without that. And that individuals, individual parents, moms and dads, and even the siblings to some degree needed uh, community and preferably faith-based community that was going to point them to the ultimate hope mm-hmm. that we have in Christ. And that, especially 20 years ago, was not something that was findable. <laughs> um, even support groups that did exist at that time were usually focused around a specific diagnosis that lots of kids have, like autism or Down syndrome, not for a very rare condition like Angelman syndrome. So we didn't fit anywhere. And even where we might fit, there wasn't that Christian faith-based center that we wanted to have. And coming from the background that we had in curriculum design, it was just a very natural thought for God to plant in our heads Mm. that there needed to be a faith-based curriculum available for caregivers Mm. of all generations. But and, And really a lot of people just in any kind of suffering that could come together in a community and figure out how to process what they were going through. Mm-hmm. And that's where your book comes in. Um, can you share with us how you came up with the name of your nonprofit, Walk Right In Ministries? I'm just intrigued by it. Well, it came out of the story from Joshua chapters 3 and 4, when the Israelites were finishing their 40-year journey through the promise, through to the promised land, and Joshua was told to tell the people to cross the river and to take a step of faith and walk right into the river and mm. go through it. And ultimately, they landed in the promised land. So that's kind of the short version, but it's all about walking in faith, taking one step at a time. Um, they had to take a step before the waters parted for them in that case. Um, so they had to trust that God was going to move and show them the, the way to go. And that's really been for us uh, the story of our life with Carly is just learning to put one foot in front of the other and trust God to show us what steps to take next. Wonderful. Because most of the time we we only knew what the first step might be. And after that, we had to trust that God would show us what was after that. I would imagine that it was overwhelming and scary. And I, and the fact you said lonely as well. Um, women, I just want you to know, ladies out there, that you're not alone in this. Um, right. If you're just tuning in and listening, my name is Sugbury, um, and this is Him for Her Radio. And today we are talking about special needs families with Lisa Jamison, and her ministry is called Walk Right in Ministries. 
Um, and I just think it's so vitally important that as a community of believers in Jesus Christ, that we all rally around each other. Would you guys find them on the website, walkrightin.org, and support them in whatever way you can. Check out their books. The first book was called um, Finding Glory in the Thorns, uh, and that's the Bible study you referred to, right? Mm-hmm. And, yes, and, and the curriculum that you put together. Mm-hmm. And the next one is a book for children called Jesus, Let's Talk. You know, I just want to pick up that Jesus, Let's Talk book for myself, I think I'd love to just sit down and read that um, and just get closer to the Lord in this. Um, I can't even imagine, Lisa, what it would have been like if you didn't have the faith that you had walking through this. What are some of the lessons that God has been teaching you about disability and suffering? Well, there have been many, many lessons, but I would say that one of a couple of the very uh, top things that come to mind are that God's good design is reflected in every person and mm-hmm. every circumstance. And that's hard to feel the reality of sometimes. Mm-hmm. So we have a battle that goes on in our mind. But the very truth of it is that even disability is part of God's good design. Um, sometimes people believe he just allowed it. Other people believe that ultimately is not the, that our sin, our personal sin is not responsible for it, but the original sin of Adam and Eve is why there are parts of life that are not smooth and easy. But ultimately, God's good design is sovereign in that, and he will prevail in victory over it and reveal himself through those circumstances. So um, we know that God transforms people, and he changes churches when they engage with with each other through different circumstances in our lives. And we know that God wants to build us up through Mm -hmm. adversity. And, you know, the reality that Larry and I and our children continue to learn almost on a regular daily basis is that um, we're very unlikely to grow and be stretched and really see God when we're in comfortable places in Mm -hmm. life. So Mm -hmm. as challenging as things are with Carly at times, um, she's not only a delight to our lives, but she has been a trigger for us to experience God in ways mm. and life and others that we would never have known mm-hmm. apart from that. So we give thanks to God for the fact that he does have a good design in all this and that he is both creative and economical in how he heals. There are many things that Carly was not expected to do or be able to experience that especially in these 21 years is a long time and there's a lot yet to come. Her life expectancy is normal. And yet God, you know, keeps showing us that he's incredibly creative and that he always surprises us Mm -hmm. with his love. Yes, he does. In the most unexpected ways. And I could just see the joy in your eyes, too, as you start to share about the joys that you've had in raising Mm -hmm. this beautiful young woman as well. But I know that not only the joys, but, but sometimes things can get really challenging mm-hmm. and can get really difficult. And you might be worrying or uh, you, you kind of wonder, am I at the end of my rope? Do I have any more or anywhere else to go? Um, how has prayer helped you through those difficulties? Well, I'll be honest with you. There are times I don't even know how to pray. Um, and especially in those early years, we were exhausted, emotionally and physically exhausted for quite a long time. And just having others pray us through was sometimes all we could do. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I felt guilty sometimes that I really didn't feel like I was praying for myself or anybody else very much. 
But I, I found a verse years later in Romans 8 that talks about our groanings and how Jesus interprets our groanings before the Father. Mm-hmm. And that has become one of my favorite verses because isn't that so true? Like there's so many times in our lives where we don't even know how to pray yeah. for somebody else or for ourselves. And to know that we don't have to have perfect words. We can literally just groan. And I realized that all those years I spent feeling guilty that I wasn't talking to God, my heart was groaning to him. Mm-hmm. I was not running away. I was seeking him without words in a sense. I, I just was sort of hanging on the sense of his spirit near and hoping and hoping and hoping that he would keep showing himself to us. Mm. That is just such encouragement for all of us. My daughter, Carly, you know, she's nonverbal. So it's interesting to think about how prayer has multiplied into our family and, and even turned back to growing my prayer life too, is that I realized when Carly was well into her teens, that I hadn't been as overt about teaching her to pray as I had been with mm. our other kids. Mm-hmm. We had done mealtime prayers and tried to talk, teach Carly to fold her hands and even bow her head. And it was very exciting the first days that she started learning even the postures of prayer that can help us have a good attitude toward God. But um, I didn't really start teaching her intentionally prayer until one night in the middle of the night, she wasn't sleeping and seemed to be in pain. And in my own desperation to God, um, asking him to help her, I signed the word help for her. I don't know many signs. I'm Mm -hmm. still learning, but I knew the word help, the hand signs, like Mm -hmm. sign language. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I realized there are some key prayers I could be teaching her along with a sign. Mm. And that became the beginning and inspiration for the book, Jesus Let's Talk, which is for children, but really for all the young at heart. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't incorporate some basic signs or the basic prayers that we pray help me, Jesus, or help me, Holy Spirit. I Mm -hmm. love you, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Those kind of prayers. What a great way to express our love for God. You know, in Matthew, Jesus tells us, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And like you had shared, um, you know, the Holy Spirit intercedes for us with moans and groans that Mm -hmm. words cannot Mm -hmm. express. And I tell you, as a mom, we rest in those truths and those promises and those words. You know, in Psalms, it says, cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. And so share with us just some of the joys that you've experienced through seeing answered prayer in Christ. Oh, again, I could go on and on. But I, you know, I often go back to the beginning when Carly was, her development was so slow Um, But it's interesting because it forced us to look at tiny little things that she would learn um, and almost microscopically examine the developmental process of a baby. Mm. And for her, some of the things that newborn babies do, she didn't learn until she was three, four years old. And some toddler things she's still learning at 21. And, you know, you would see things you'd work at and work at and work at, and I'd realize I'd lost hope that she would ever do this or that. And then suddenly something would unlock that new potential. And you realize the miracle of God's hand and how he creates life and how he ordains development and mm-hmm. how he honors um, our perseverance. So, you know, we look now, flashing forward 20 years more, mm-hmm. 
Um, this summer, Carly attended a Young Life camp oh, called wonderful. Capernaum. It, it's a Capernaum club that she goes to through Young Life, kind of like youth group for kids with special needs um, run by Young Life and student leaders from college and high school campuses. A program we absolutely adore, and they run summer camps, and they invite kids with special needs to participate in those camps too. And Carly, you know, this is her fourth year having gone to that. She parasailed. She climbed rock wall. Yeah. <laughs> She tubed, she um, did human bowling. She did all the things that all the other campers did. She was beautifully um, smiling and a ton of pictures that I got back. And, you know, to think that I would never have imagined she would get to experience those things um, or that kind of community. Mm -hmm. And then this summer she got to have both of her sisters with her there Mm. because they were both buddies to kids at camp. And so I got pictures of not only Carly at camp, but all three of my girls experiencing camp together. Wow. Who, what mom gets to even have that usually? Yeah. So it's just, it's a, it's one of many examples of how I see God showing me all the time. I'm going to do more and more mm. creatively than this, with this than you ever expected, mm. Lisa. So just watch. Yes. Me. Yes. And ladies, if you're listening and you've got a special needs situation and you don't know Jesus Christ, I mean, you just heard testimony here of how God walks with us and he unleashes and opens those potentials in your child. And I am just going to ask right now, would you be bold enough right now to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior? If you say yes to him, then you will be able to see the power unleashed through your prayers because the Holy Spirit is living in you. And remember, he prays for you with moans and groans that words cannot express. Mm -hmm. And boy, do we need it at difficult times like this, challenging times where we don't know that next step. And the prayer is simple. Mm -hmm. Jesus, I am a sinner. And I ask that you come into my life. Forgive me, Lord. Help me to turn from my sin and to turn toward you for the rest of my days. I invite you into my life. In Jesus' name we pray. If you have said that for the very first time, Tell somebody else, will you? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, get online. Come to our website, himforherministries.org, him4herministries.org, and tell us that you said yes to Jesus today. I mean, this is something to celebrate. You are a new person in Jesus Christ. I get so excited about this. Um, before we part, Lisa, we only have a minute or two. I definitely want our listeners to make sure that they write down walkrightinministries.org. Look at all of the wonderful things you're doing. You go around and you speak at conferences. You've got these fabulous books. You've got encouragement and curriculums for the, uh, the people that have a family of special need. Ladies, please go and support this ministry that Lisa um, is doing. It's just a wonderful one. Lisa, we have about a minute left. I want you to share just with me, if you could, um, about where you're at now and where is your ministry going? Well, it's an exciting time to be in disability ministry and even to be a special needs parent because there are more resources available for us um, than there ever have been before. So I appreciate that you're pointing people to some of those. Um, for our ministry, we're just part of that growth and privileged and excited about that. And for our family, we're in a season of Carly launching into adulthood, which has a whole new set of challenges forcing us back to our knees yet again, Mm. but um, just grateful for those resources and lots of supports around. And you had said to me um, off air that, you know, at at this age, an adult child with special needs falls off the face of the earth in people's eyes. Why is that? Well, 
all kinds of reasons, too much to say now. But yes, it's very common. And um, we're grateful for support. Parents need to find a lot of support for themselves and for their kids. There, It is available, but that's that's the best we can do. We fight as hard for a community or a tribe of people mm-hmm. around us and around our daughter these mm-hmm. days as we ever did for an IP or, or anything else we might fight for as these fierce moms. You started with a song that says, Make Me Be Brave. Special needs moms are a fierce breed, mm. and we need a kind of bravery that we've never imagined we would be able to have. And only in Christ do we have that power and the insight and the resources that we need to be successful for ourselves and for our kids. Well, Lisa Jameson, I can't thank you enough for coming on. I'm so proud of you. I mean, I've met you. I feel like we have we're, we have a new friendship. I'm so proud of what you're doing and thank the example you. that you're leading for all of the women and men out there, families, that need to know what's going on in special needs. Walk right in ministries.org. You guys look it up, support it, get the books. And first of all, and most of all, say yes to Jesus Christ. This is Shug Burry, him for her radio, Women's Hot Topics. Until next time, over and out, you know I love you.